the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane. I'm your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr. Welcome once again to Victory Lane. Come with us now as we travel down the highway of life and building up by preaching the kingdom of God and serving God by the preaching and the teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. Recruiting sinners who do not know Jesus in the pardon of their sins while encouraging believers to remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And remembering this always, St. John, the third chapter and the 16th verse, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We're going to continue our teaching today from the book of Acts, the 22nd chapter. Paul is on his third missionary journey, and we're going to continue with this chapter and its reading. I hope that you are enjoying these lessons, and we pray that God is manifesting his, himself in you to make you a better equipped man and woman of God. And if not, we pray that you will, that you will get on board and be a part of the Christian race. Amen. Let us pray. God, our Lord, we come to you this morning thanking you for your grace, goodness, and mercy. We pray, God, that you have your way today by the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray, Lord, that your word go forth. To help us to be better equipped Christian men and women of God. And if there's someone who don't know you in the pardon of their sins, may they cry out now, what must I do to be saved? Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Hide me behind the cross, decrease in me that I may increase in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we're looking at Acts, the 22nd chapter. And we're going to start there. Remember, Paul is getting ready to address the people. He has been beat up, but the commander came and rescued him. And Paul asked the commander, can I talk to the people? So here's what's going to happen. He gave Paul permission. I'm going to Acts 22. Brothers and fathers, listen now to my defense. When they heard him speak to them in Hebrew, they became quiet. Then Paul said, I am a Jew born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city. I studied, I studied under Gamaliel and was thoroughly trained in the law of our ancestors. Paul said, I know the law of Moses. I know it well. I learned it. I studied it. I, I, was, I was taught it. In other words, he's letting them know I'm like you. Okay, but he's getting, ready, he's getting ready to throw a twist on this. Stay with me. 
He said, I was just as zealous for God as any of you are today. I was zealous for God. I was a servant of God, just like you are today. Verse 4, I persecuted the followers of this way to their death, arresting both men and women and throwing them into prison. In other words, I followed people who followed Jesus, known as the way. I followed people who followed the way. I arrested them, men and women, and threw them in prison, okay? As a high priest, verse 5, as a high priest and all the consuls can themselves testify. They can tell you, I did this. Now, I even obtained letters from them to their associates in Damascus and went there to bring these people as prisoners to Jerusalem to be punished. I took letters so I can go get these people and take them to Jerusalem, followers of the way, to be punished. That's what I was on my way doing. I was on my way to, to Damascus to do this. Verse 6. About noon, as I came near to Damascus, suddenly a bright light from heaven flashed around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice say to me, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? That's what his name was before it became Paul. And I answered, who are you, Lord? I asked. And the voice answered back and said, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. He replied, that's what Jesus said. Paul said, my companions saw the light, but they did not understand the voice of him who was speaking to me. Only Paul heard the voice. All the others heard was, rrr, rrr, rrr. they didn't hear nothing. They heard, they heard something, but they didn't hear Jesus. Jesus was only talking to Paul. And Paul says to him in verse 10, what shall I do, Lord? I asked. And Jesus answered him and said, get up. Get up, the Lord said. And going to Damascus, there you, you will be told all that you have been assigned to do. My companions led me by the hand into Damascus because of the brilliance of the light had blinded me. I was blind and they had to hold me by my hand and take me into to Damascus. He's addressing a large crowd of Jews, okay, who are zealous for the law of God. Okay, a man named Ananias came to see me. He was a devout observer of the law and highly respected by all the Jews living there. He stood beside me and said, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that very moment, I was able to see God, Jesus sent Ananias to tell Paul what, he's, what he was going to go through and serving him and preaching the gospel. And he told him to receive his sight. Paul is just testifying of what happened to him, how Jesus changed his life. Can anybody testify and say how Jesus changed your life? Remember when you was tore up from the flow up? Remember when you was strung out on drugs? Remember when you lived the life of, of, of a sinner? Remember you did all your dastardly deeds? Somebody, tell me somebody, tell somebody how Jesus changed me how he rearranged me when I was in the crack house. He took me out the crack house when I was in 
prison. He took me out of prison when I was hating everybody and, and living a, a, a lawless life as a sinner. He changed me. And this is what Paul is saying. He changed me. He changed me. He changed. Jesus can change you. Just give him a try. Some people, you tried everything else, try Jesus. Paul is testifying of how he changed me. And then he said, the God of my ancestors has chosen you, Ananias is telling Paul, to know his will and see the righteous one and to hear words from his mouth. No, Paul is addressing the assembly. The God of our ancestors has chosen you, the Jewish people, to know his will and to see the righteous one, which is Jesus Christ, and to hear the words from his mouth. How do I hear the words of Jesus from somebody else's mouth when Jesus is in heaven? The Holy Spirit speaks to the anointed one, and guess what? It's Jesus talking. Huh? God is talking. It's not me. Don't think I'm doing this on my own accord and I can just get this stuff and it just roll out of my head. I'm an empty vessel. I'm an instrument. And I just say, use me, Lord. And that's where this is coming from, right? And it says, and to see the righteous one and to, the, and to hear the word from his mouth. From the mouth of me, God is speaking to you. Me, to you. Paul speaks in verse 15. You will be his witness to all people of what you have seen and heard. And now, what are you waiting for? Ananias is telling Paul, let me correct this. Ananias is telling Paul what all he must do. You're going to be the witness and tell everybody about Jesus. Okay? I'm a witness. I'm telling everybody about Jesus. You're a witness to tell everybody about Jesus. She's a witness. He's a witness. They're witnesses. If you've been born again, you're a witness. Tell somebody about Jesus. You're on a mission. Tell somebody about Jesus. Now, he said, and now what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, wash your sins away, calling on his name. So Paul got up, got baptized in the name of Jesus. All right? He, baptism ain't going to wash your sins away. Only Jesus Christ by his blood washes your sins away. We get baptized to recognize Jesus Christ, that he did this, and we too, like Jesus, follow what he has done in baptizing and going into a watery grave, coming out resurrected into a new way of life. That's, that's what baptism does. I'm getting rid of the old, I'm coming up new with Jesus Christ. Okay? Now, when he returned, When he returned, verse 17, Paul is saying, When I returned to Jerusalem and was praying at the temple, I fell into a trance. And I saw the Lord speaking to me quick. He said, Leave Jerusalem immediately because the people here will not accept your testimony about me. Sometimes God will speak to you and tell you, No, don't do that. Don't go there. Don't say that. He's looking out for you. He's telling Paul, Leave. In, in, in Jerusalem because these people would not accept your testimony. But now, guess where? He's at Jerusalem again. In other words, there's a time and place 
where God will use you and it may not be the time and place that you think it is. Okay? But he may bring you back to that time and place to use you at his given time. Verse 19. Lord, I replied, these people, these people know that I went from one synagogue to another to imprison and beat those who believe in you. And, and when the blood of your martyr Stephen was shed, I stood there giving my approval and guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. In other words, I was right there, God. These people know about me. And you want me to go testify about you, about Jesus? I even watched Philip get killed. And I, and I was guarding their clothes when they did it. Verse 21, then the Lord said to me, go, I will send you far away to the Gentiles. So God sent them away to the Gentiles to preach his word, okay? The crowd listened to Paul until he said this. Until Paul said, I will send you, God told him, I will send you to the Gentiles. When they heard that, he, when they heard that Paul said, God going to send you to the Gentiles, they got upset. Because the Jews say, we ain't got nothing to do with no Gentiles. We ain't got nothing to do with this. We're prejudiced. We don't want to hear that. We're the chosen people. We don't hear nothing about no Gentiles. A Gentile is anybody else who ain't a Jew. And they got upset. But God sent Paul to the Gentiles to testify of, of Jesus Christ. Okay? And when the crowd heard this, this is what happened. The crowd listened to Paul until he said this. Then they raised their voices and shouted, Away with him! Get rid of him! He's not fit to live. Verse 23. As they were shouting and throwing off their cloaks, and flinging dust into the air. They're throwing off their cloaks. They're flinging dust in the air because they're getting ready to kill him. The dust in the air is that, 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 that we don't like you. We have a, have a loathing towards you. We have a disgust towards you. We have a hatred towards you. And we're taking off our cloaks because guess what? We're getting ready to stone you. We're getting ready to kill you because we don't believe what you're saying. As they were shouting, Verse 23 again, and, and throwing off their cloaks and flinging dust into the air. The commander ordered Paul to be taken into the barracks. He directed that he be flogged and interrogated in order to find out why the people were shouting at him like this. Here's the commander of the Roman army. Man, get Paul. Take him in the back. We got to flog him. We got to whip him because all these people is upset with him. He must have done something. Check it out. Verse 25. As they stretched him out to flog him, Paul said to the centurion standing there, Is it legal for you to flog a Roman citizen who hasn't even been found guilty? Paul being a Roman citizen, they couldn't do that. You can, a Roman couldn't. You couldn't, you, you, you couldn't flog another Roman, whip another Roman, unless he's been found guilty of a crime. Else you can lose your life, okay? When the soldier heard this, he went to the commander and reported it. What are you going to do, he asked. This man is a Roman citizen. Look here. What you going to do? He's a citizen, like us. The commander went to Paul and asked, tell me, are you a Roman citizen? Paul said, yes, I am. Then the commander said, I had to pay a lot of money for my citizenship. But Paul said, but I was born a citizen of Rome. 
Okay. Then those, verse 29, those who were about to, in, to interrogate him withdrew immediately. In other words, those who were going to flog him, whip him, and interrogate him withdrew. The commander himself was alarmed when he realized that he had put Paul, a Roman citizen, in chains. You can't do that. A fellow Roman could not do that to a fellow Roman at the time. So he was alarmed. In other words, he was uh, 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 astounded. He was, might have been afraid. This is a fellow Roman citizen that I'm about to do this deed to, and I can't do that, okay? The commander wanted to, to find out exactly why Paul was being accused by the Jews. Well, what's going on with you, Paul? Tell me what's happening. I want to know why they're accusing you. Okay, so the next day, he released him, Paul, and ordered the chief priest and all the members of the Sanhedrin to assemble. Then he brought Paul and had him stand before them. So the next day, he brings Paul out, and Paul is getting ready to address the assembly. We're going to pick back up on that next week, and we're going to continue our teaching in Acts the 23rd chapter, and we'll continue at that point. I'm trying to get through this, not too hurriedly, but because I want you to understand. But I want you to also know that you can, you can uh, 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 watch all these teachings and preaching of myself at YouTube, Reverend Lawrence Grace Sr. You can also purchase or get books from your online bookstore of the books that I have written. Six books. The one I'm featuring today is Pimping in the Pulpit. Simply said, that's about preachers, teachers, pastors, elders who misuse the Word of God for self-gratification, for self-gain. It also enlightens those who want to know the scriptures and how God used me in this to write this book. I didn't write this on my own accord. I want you to know this. I did not do this. There was absolutely no way that I could write this book in the contents of, the, of what I have written it in under my own power. As a matter of fact, let me tell you this. As I was writing the book, as God, by the Holy Spirit in me, I'm writing the book and I'm saying, wow. Really? Wow. I don't believe it. I don't believe I just wrote that. I didn't write it. God wrote it through me. I just want you to know. And all the rest of them. Okay? I speak not on my own accord. Okay? Anyway, I just want you to know it's available for you. And we pray that something has been said today to make you a better equipped man and woman of God. We pray that if someone do not know Jesus in the pardon of their sins, that they will give their life to Christ right now. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart today. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe 
that you rose from the grave. I believe that you died for my sins. I confess that you are Lord and Savior of the world. I confess my sins unto you. Forgive me of my sins. Receive me unto thyself. I confess I want to be saved. I want to be changed. I want to be made new. I want to be a part of your kingdom. I want to have everlasting life. I give my life to you. In Jesus' name I pray. And for his sake, amen. If you have prayed that prayer, find yourself a good Bible teaching, believing church. Get on board. Get on board the Christian train and let Jesus into your life and give it all to Jesus. He'll help you through whatever you're going through. Whatever you're going through, Jesus will be there for you. You walk, we walk, we walk, we walk by faith and not by sight. Our faith is in Jesus Christ. Okay? For without faith, it is impossible to please God. For those who believe God, who he is, must believe that he is God. It is by faith we believe that he is God. and That he is a rewarder of them that seek him diligently. For we walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you. God keep you. Tune in again next week for Victory Lane. I'm your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray. Senior, you can write to me, email me, L underscore Gray, 58 at yahoo.com. We pray that you have been blessed and got a word to help you be a better equipped man and woman of God. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. Go with God. And remember, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. God bless you. God keep you. Join us next week as Reverend Gray continues his teaching on the book of Acts. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teaching on the book of Acts at gospel1190.com.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.